0: From rolling dice and drawing cards to solving puzzles and
1: opening locks. For beginners who are new to games, as well as experienced players who want something new.
0: Let us take you through the exciting world of gaming and help you design a great gaming get-together.
1: We're your hosts, Lauren and Greg. And Friday is Game Night.
0: Happy Friday, everyone.
1: In this episode, we're crossing over with our other podcast movie, Date Night, to talk Escape Room the Movie. In Dice Roll, we'll talk asymmetrical games, and we have a disappointing Escape Room report. wah wah So one of the things, though, we do want to discuss right at the top is next month, this is now February, and in March, we are going to be attending our first ever board game conference.
0: I am looking forward to this so much. Yes, Normally, I'm not a conference guy. At least I didn't think I was, Uh because I get, like, not claustrophobic, but just, like, uncomfortable in big crowds. But I went to... A comic convention in Palm Springs mm-hmm. Like a year ago or so And that wasn't that bad Yeah So I'm hoping that this isn't so bad I know probably someone's listening Because oh no <laughs> Yeah I know no.
1: Well the thing is So we're going We're going to be going to uh, Dice Tower West This is the first time They've had a West Coast version Of Dice Tower Conference Oh no Um, It's going to be busy it's, Yeah it's in Vegas And the this conference Used to be something else And originally when we planned To go to it It was something else I can't remember now What it was called um, but essentially, they partnered up with Dice Tower, and now it's the Western version of the normal Dice Tower conference, which I think usually happens in Florida, which is obviously pretty far for us. Yeah. Um, so it's in Vegas. Uh, it's early March. So when our March c- episode comes out, we won't have gone yet, unfortunately. But um, I but just April. wanted to. It's yeah, April. April. Well, yeah, for sure, April will give you all the details about it. Uh, But we just wanted... I wanted to kind of announce that we were going to be doing that because, once again, we've never been to a board game conference before. So we don't really know what we're getting into. And they haven't released a schedule yet. And there's other things we kind of want to do while we're in Vegas. So we're trying to kind of plan around. And we're also not going to be there the whole time. Yeah. Um, We're coming, like, a day or so late. Um, So... If you've been to one of the Dice Towers or you've been to other board gaming conferences and you want to hit us up to give us some tips, we'd gladly appreciate that.
0: If you know a certain inside track for gambling because it's Vegas, <laughs> we, we will, could use
1: the money. Yeah. We will <laughs> gladly take that.
0: I promise you we will not just abandon this podcast once we become billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, In fact, this probably become a full-time thing. Yeah,
1: right? Um, Also, we'll probably be doing some escape rooms while we're out in Vegas. So if you are out there in the area, you're going to be at the conference, and you want to do an escape room with us, uh, reach out to us on social media, and maybe we can plan something.
0: So we're about to cross over with our other podcast, Movie Date Night. Yes. Uh, Because this has happened once before when the movie Game Night came out. Yes. And another opportunity came up that we just could not pass up. The movie Escape Room. Yes. And if you know this podcast, we usually have an Escape Room report. Don't worry, we still have a report Yes. for this uh, episode. But um, we thought we would cross over and do kind of um, a review of that movie for our main topic today. I want to give a fair warning. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler.
1: Yeah, we don't hold it back.
0: <laughs> I would honestly watch it and then come back and listen to
1: this. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, because yeah, we are going to talk about it and we're going to give away spoilers. But um, There's not really
0: a way we can discuss the movie without talking about...
1: Yeah, you know. and we wanted to discuss how it compares to real escape rooms and things like that, so we had to kind of give away spoilers. But we were both pleasantly surprised, so if you have been on the fence, go watch it, come back listen.
0: Yeah, Jack Black at the end was really weird, right?
1: <laughs> that was not a spoiler, don't worry. Okay, so on to the movie review. So, Craig... Have our favorite hobby, which is escape rooms. Yes, and we also love to see movies. Yeah, And in fact, we host a movie podcast. We do. We do. Why? Why was I involved in this? You
0: mean the royal we, right? Yeah,
1: the royal we. Um, so it made perfect sense that we would go see the new Escape Room movie. Well, I mean,
0: we did that other movie with Game Night. Game Night, yeah. Uh, which I believe came out last year, 2018, didn't yeah. it? Maybe no, 17? Yeah. No. Time flies so quickly, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the years really do blur by as you get older. I'm so old. But yeah, so, yeah, so we went to go see the movie that came out in January, Escape mm-hmm. Room.
1: Yeah, and we were very, we were both very trepidatious about this because that's a great word by
0: the way yes
1: because um, one I don't like horror movies and it appeared to be a horror movie no
0: it is I and I told you this January is the time where they release horror movies that could not come out in September October yeah because it's just the kind of like the slump season and
1: it was one of those like we just knew it wasn't going to be good And I should say, this isn't the first Escape Room movie they've done. There's actually a couple other movies that are called Escape Room. Really? But they're like real B-horror movies that never made it to theaters. I would
0: love to see those. Yeah. I also argue that one of our episodes for Movie Day Night, The Cube, is an Escape Room movie.
1: Yeah. And actually, this movie is very similar to The Cube in some ways. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll talk about that as well. So um, I was was pleasantly surprised by this movie.
0: Oh, I went in with... Mid expectations. Yeah, I was like, this is gonna be trash. Yeah, but, but we I will have it. a good time. Yeah, I was like, wait, hey, Yeah, look at you, B plus.
1: <laughs> so essentially, the premise of the movie is you have these different people from different walks of life. Mm-hmm. As, you know, as far as we know, and they are all invited to essentially a free experience of this escape room. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all invited by different people, as far as they know. For instance, we have our one character, Zoe, who she believes she got the invitation from her professor who thinks she needs to put herself out there more because she's very shy and cut off from the world. And she doesn't, you know, she has brilliant ideas, but she never voices her ideas.
0: Yeah. And Meanwhile, like Ben, the grocery store clerk, he thinks it's his supervisor who's like, yeah. try this to maybe like get your life together yeah, or something.
1: Yeah, or to you know get a hobby or something. And then, or you have this Jason who is like a stockbroker, essentially mm-hmm. a trader on Wall Street, and he believes one of his wealthy clients gave it to him as like a thank you or something. Yeah. So you have all these people who got this. Also, we should say that this escape room, supposedly, if you get, escape it and win, You get $10,000. Can I just
0: say for Jason Walker, Mm -hmm. the real estate broker, or not real estate, stock, real estate broker, you know, all those rich guys look alike to me, (laughs) the stock broker, Uh he thinks this is a thank you from a super wealthy client who's now going off to buy a yacht Mm -hmm. because you did so well for me. If I was him, I looked up like, oh, escape rooms, like typically max out around $45. Thanks for the $45 gift when he's... (laughs) Like, his, he shakes the box, I'm like, these are going to be the keys to, like, a, a really fancy car. Yeah. Like, watch, these are the keys to, like, a yeah, Tesla. And, he's and it's been... like, oh, it's a it's a $45 voucher for a room that yeah. experience I can do. I would have been like,
1: really, dude? Yeah. Come on.
0: <laughs> I would have been mildly, very disappointed.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> $18,000 down to forty five.
1: <laughs> so, basically, all these people show up because they, you know, they've been invited to this thing. Also, there's, you kind of, so you get the backstory behind Zoe, Ben, and Jason, but then there's three other people who are there when they get there. And
0: some of them, the backstory comes out earlier than others. You yeah.
1: Know. And basically, these characters, the way they kind of express one is an escape room enthusiast. He's done a lot. In fact, he mentions a bunch of rooms we've done. Yeah.
0: He, and <laughs> we, we were like, like, LBG, like oh, we've done the basement. Yeah, oh, we've yeah. done that one. So I don't, that don't know about was, that one, but put it on the list.
1: Yeah. So that was kind of funny that he, um, he talks about that. But um, the other two, they kind of allude that they're there for the money, essentially. Yeah. That they found out about this and they, the $10,000 could really help them. Mm-hmm. What's funny is when I saw the previews, I thought for some reason the money was a lot higher than $10,000, but...
0: I don't recall. Yeah. I just remember in the previews there was some mention of money, but mm-hmm. that's just white noise to me because yeah. it's not my money I'm playing for. Yeah,
1: so essentially that, you know, that's sort of the the lead up is that they're at this escape room because of
0: this. $10,000 does seem a little bit low now that you mention it.
1: Yeah, I mean, to do something, I mean, we do escape rooms all the time and we survive all the time, so, like, I it doesn't seem like that much. But at the same time, to be such a like, ooh, $10,000 dollars is not
0: Let's be realistic.
1: Uh-huh.
0: If an escape room said, if you win, you get a free voucher for another room. We would do We it. would be yeah. super excited about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even if they said you get a 50% off voucher, mm-hmm. like, cutting that prize in half now, we'd still be like, heck yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. going to rock this yeah, house. Yeah, that's
1: what I said. Like, it's not- So $10,000 like in lot. real life, we'd be like, yes, please. Yeah, but at the same time, you're kind of like, to, to make it such a big like, ooh. It's like $10,000 dollars is an ooh inducing, you know. Yeah. What happens sort of is though that the room they don't get any intro. There is no game master that they know of. No. It just sort of starts mm-hmm. and they are in the room. The waiting room turns out to be the first room or whatever. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, it is really fantastic. And it's kind of funny because we've actually done an escape room that incorporated the lobby before. Mm-hmm. So like that is something that we thought was really cool at the time. Very too. immersive, yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's funny is, um, I I do like the guy who is sort of the escape room enthusiast because he does talk about like, oh, this is so immersive. And like, this is, you know, (laughs) he's literally
0: us. Yeah, kind of.
1: (laughs) And then the other two characters that we have is the one, um, Amanda, who is the former, um, army veteran. Mm -hmm. And then we have Mike who is um, a trucker? Essentially, that's how they.
0: He he is literally um, Tucker from Tucker and Dale versus. Yeah, Evil. he is. <laughs> His name is Tyler Labine. He's an actor. I'm starting to take notice of. Yeah. He's been in some good stuff. Follow Tyler Labine. He's pretty funny. Uh-huh.
1: Now, if this if this was a normal horror film, right? Mm-hmm. One of these people would be a mole. And we kept, I was thinking that from thought, the beginning. Yeah.
0: I was starting to place bets. I'm like, it's going to be Tyler Levine It's going to yeah. be the sweet, nice guy who's like just like here for a good time.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew it wasn't the, the Zoe, Ben, or Jason because we are introduced to them outside of the room. We know a little bit about why they're there yeah. and their backstory a little bit. The other three we are introduced when they get to the room, so we don't know anything about them. So I had a couple thoughts. I thought, okay, Mike could be it because he is sort of the person who doesn't fit, right? Like he's older than all the other characters. Mm-hmm. He does also
0: more out of shape than the other characters. Yeah, he does. Not that he's like a total like obese, but like he's yeah. got a beer gut, and the other ones are all like they're all tripped. yeah,
1: they're all like you know under thirty kind of thing. Um, And he doesn't really seem like he knows what an escape room is. Like, he just doesn't fit. He seems, and he's real nice and talkative to everybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he just sticks out a little bit. Then we have Amanda, who's the army vet. And I thought, well, it's probably not her because they show her coming in and being kind of confused by, like, the process and stuff. But at the same time, like, she could be sort of the wild card because she would be able to tip the scales in certain Mm -hmm. ways. And then, of course, they have the enthusiast who also could just be faking all of this, right? Yeah. So those were kind of the three main suspects for there being a mole. Mm-hmm. But when one of the things this movie does that I, I like is that it doesn't go there. Yeah. They None of them were the mole.
0: I, I, when I was first watching it, as soon as I saw Tyler beat, I'm like, he's the mole. Mm-hmm. but then I started to really believe that Danny the escape room enthusiast mm-hmm. that he was the more because like how perfect would that be like he's here to explain to you how these games work because we but don't in a have super game enthusiastic way yeah because a game master has to tell you what the rules are mm-hmm. or what to be expected and he would be the perfect way to do that because he's just a fanboy gushing over that but like later on when he dies I'm like so he's like pretending that he's dead. Right? Yeah, well, like, yeah. You know, I, I was did. fully invested mm-hmm. that at the end, Danny's gonna come back yeah. and be like, "It was me alone." Yeah, you never saw. Oh, you totally saw that happening. <laughs> oh. But no, it didn't happen. I was yeah. blown away.
1: Yeah, like it turns out, because then later on, they get into sort of the big reveal on why they're all there. Essentially, mm-hmm. essentially, they all turn out to be lone survivors of some traumatic thing. And they find out that the people who've already died up to this point were also all survived. You know, they find like, they all have their like medical reports in this room. Yeah. And they find the medical reports of the people who haven't made it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, why I say this, I didn't think this was a horror film in the end, was because one, there's nothing, there are deaths in this film, there's yeah. several. But there, at no point was it very gruesome. No. They don't really show anything. There's, like, really no
0: blood in this movie. Yeah,
1: there's very... There's no gore. They, you know, the one character he falls um, into, like uh under ice essentially and he freezes to death and and you briefly kind of see him float by but that's it um one character falls to her death but they don't show like her mingled because it's like a bottomless
0: elevator shaft yeah
1: um you know so like one guy just gets
0: electrocuted to death
1: yeah exactly but like
0: in a medical way with an ekg machine Mm -hmm. so like it's not like he stuck a fork in an outlet yeah basement
1: the yeah yeah right The most, you know, the most blood or gore we get is at one point two of the characters fight and one of them pushes him into something and kind of like hits his head. But
0: that's like a death you can get at home with like, I fell and slipped in the kitchen and hit on my head on the counter.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like nothing's very gory or um, it's more of a suspenseful film. Yeah,
0: I I wrote in my own mental notes, this is more of a thriller than a horror film. Yeah, even online for IMDb, they don't even call this a horror. They call it a drama, mystery, sci-fi, but I which is like, like okay, true, true, true. Like, yeah,
1: but I feel like I mean I don't you don't usually watch trailers, so I don't remember if you saw the trailer for this or not. No, but I've seen the posters, I've seen the trailer. Everything that I saw marketed this movie to me as a horror film. I thought I was going into something. Oh wait, scary. I did
0: see a trailer because I remember I I knew about the upside down room mm-hmm. before the movie even started. Yeah. yeah, so I clearly did see a trailer, and I do agree. That, yeah, I I feel like that this was going in. That, oh, okay, I'm about to see some people Uh die in, like, horrible, horrible ways. Yeah,
1: and we even thought, like, because when we went, we, you know, this movie's not doing great, so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to go through the theaters pretty quickly.
0: January slump, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So, when we went to see it, we were surprised when we walked in that there was a bunch of people there with kids, and
0: we were like, Oh, I was surprised. There's, like, a six-year-old in there. Yeah,
1: we're like, this does not seem like it's going to be a kids' movie. And the thing is, okay, it's not very gory. So it's not something that's going to scare kids, I don't think.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I think it would be boring to kids, frankly. They wouldn't get it. Yeah, like I don't feel like they would be able to follow it
0: at all. So I think that it's a little bit out of their range. And yes, a kid can watch a movie.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: like, are you going to get it?
1: Yeah, and is it going to be entertaining? Are you going to be bored? Or, you know, like... Because
0: in this movie, what I like about Escape Room, all the puzzles they give you, you can actually, as the audience member, figure it out... As they are, if not even before.
1: Yeah, yeah. They were all things that like were solvable and that weren't out of the realm of possibilities for an escape room. Some of them Obviously, are a bit
0: quicker than others in yeah. terms of like how they get there. Yeah. There's this one where they have um, the x-rays mm-hmm. and it shows like a hand like doing like zero, a hand doing the number two and a hand doing the number one. And one guy's like, no, it's EKG, it's sign language. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Well, that was fast, but like you could get there if you... We're in the right headspace. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. So what's interesting about this is um, they, I want to say, let's see, there is the initial waiting room.
0: Uh, Let's go through it. Yeah. Just in order. There's the waiting room. Yeah. AKA the oven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The cabin.
0: The cabin, Frozen Lake.
1: Then the Frozen Lake. They're kind of like a... a well, it's the same thing. It's like yeah. a combo kind of. But they get... They essentially, at one point, they get locked out of the cabin, and they just start in the outside part. So
0: we'll count as two and a half. Frozen yeah. Lake is two and a half.
1: Um, there's the upside down room. Yep.
0: The eight ball club, yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: Then we go into the... Triage. The triage. Which
0: and, is like the medical area.
1: And then we go into like kind of the psychotic... The drug like, trip room. Drug trip room. Yeah. And then we go into the library. The drug
0: trip room. This kind of dates me. Reminded mm-hmm. me of like old, old, old MTV like yeah. shows where like, you know,
1: hey, I'm here with, Also, you know. don't go to see this movie if you have seizures because there's a, a very oh, extended hardcore black Hardcore seizure yeah.
0: warning for this movie. Yeah,
1: like I um I could kind of tell like we were getting into a little bit of lull and I had to go to the bathroom really bad. Yeah. So I got up to go to the bathroom and when I came back in I was like, oh so it's just strobe light time, huh? Yeah. Like <laughs> and, and I was foaming at
0: the mouth. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say about the we have all these rooms. Each room kind of only has one major puzzle. Exactly. It's just the one thing to solve. It might have multiple pieces to the puzzle, but Mm -hmm. it really only has one major puzzle. Um, And like we said, everything is sort of solvable and logical and not completely out of the realm of possibility for an escape room. Yeah. So like the first room that we said it like turns into an oven, and as they progress through the room, the oven gets worse. Mm-hmm. More, more things erupt into oven like. <laughs> Eventually,
0: the chandelier becomes like a burner.
1: Yeah, like a burner, and um, which kind of gives them a mo- like more of a motivation to get out, but also kind of a time limit to get yeah. out of the room. But the, that room, the whole thing is that they have to essentially wait down.
0: The coaster spots. The coaster spots
1: so that they can get through to the next room because if they take stuff off the coasters the the passage closes Mm -hmm. essentially. They discover that. They discover that the coasters do this. But then they keep running off. And you're like, to go through the passage. And you're like, okay, at some point... You're
0: going to run out of hands. You're going to run
1: out of hands. There has to be something else in the room to keep the coasters down. And they they don't kind of come to that conclusion until far too late.
0: And then when they do come to what the conclusion is, um, we're not going to spoil the entire movie, they're like, oh, there's a resource that we have to use. Mm -hmm. And we're not having enough. I'm like, it's any weight. Find something that will put weight onto mm-hmm. the thing that spot needs to be and move. There's magazines in the yeah. room. If I'm... you can
1: use your hand, you can use a book. You yeah. Know, like... And I
0: know that paper burns at Fahrenheit 451. I'm yeah. looking at a poster for it, but <laughs> you know, uh, like once it gets to Fahrenheit 451, when paper burns, you're going to be in too much trouble anyways. Yeah. Put the magazines on top and run for the exit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like what are you doing?
1: And the, the next room that they get into this cabin in order to get out, they have to do a word combination.
0: I work. figured that out immediately. You there's yeah. a Because there's a, there's a cross-stitch on the mantelpiece that has mm-hmm. a clue, and as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's the answer. Yeah. And they're like, maybe it's presidents of the United States. I'm like, no, yeah, but it's another thing. But
1: then there's a clue within the room to give them that, even if they didn't yeah. necessarily. And that was a good clue. It that was, was a, a good escape clue. room clue. It was. It wasn't too obvious, but it gave it's them part just of the enough. environment. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, you had to be observant to see it. Mm-hmm. But it gave them just enough to get it. Like yeah. you know, you didn't, and it didn't require. It requires outside knowledge, but outside knowledge that the general public has. It,
0: that's the one thing that this escape room does. Mm-hmm. That's a sin. The players have the sin of not communicating uh-huh yeah the escape room has the scent of requiring outside knowledge yeah. there's multiple times also, actually where you need to have outside knowledge like the ekg um x-rays
1: true yeah if you, you had to know sign
0: language i mean i knew sign language i learned the alphabet i i know i did when mm-hmm. i was younger like first or second grade lord help me if i know anything past the letter b
1: yeah you know i know
0: a is your fist yeah b is like your finger's extended except for your thumb. C is you actually make a C yeah. with your hand. Beyond that, I'm lost.
1: Well, you know, that's it's kind of like the thing. They, they keep, at the beginning, the enthusiasts keep saying, well, at some point the game master will come in and explain the rules. But usually the rules are such and such and such. And at one point... In the room, they even kind of get the clue of pay attention to the posted rules. There are no posted rules. No, no, yeah. That was the the thing
0: also. They say pay attention to the posted rules. There's only one time where there's a posted rule and it helps them get out of the first room and then that's it. Mm -hmm. And also, there's no hint system. Yeah, well, yeah. I I thought it would have been interesting. Mm -hmm. Here's what I thought would have been cool, right? Is because when they first come into the building, they have to sign in with a security guard. Uh And he says, give me your phone. Mm-hmm. can't take pictures of the rooms inside, whatever. And also so they can't call for help, obviously. Yeah. I think it would have been cool if they then have to put on a bracelet. And they can ask for a hint, but it electroshocks them.
1: <laughs> Maybe. And then every but single the time is, you ask for a hint,
0: it gets worse. So,
1: But the thing is, when they go into this, the, essentially this room is trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. And, but when they go into this, they don't know that. True. So to have something that shocks them, it kind of gives that away too soon. Well, perhaps. I'm saying it could be
0: like one of those like little like controversy. And also, responses.
1: part of the part of the reason that they don't get any hints is because they are being set up to fail, essentially. That is true. They are yeah. not meant to necessarily escape this room. I did forget that. Yeah. Room. So that's why there's no real hint system.
0: Yeah, because the entire backdrop behind this, the mm. man behind the curtain, if you will, for the Game Master, who we do meet eventually, he's like, listen, I'm just the guy who pulls the levers and pushes the buttons. Mm-hmm. Like... The guys that are really behind this are the rich fat cat billionaires who are betting on you like your gladiator combat or mm-hmm. like a horse race. Yeah. Essentially they're just betting to see like who gets the furthest.
1: Yeah, which I thought was like I thought that was a very interesting concept because so many times it's you know, I thought the cliche answer to this is there's someone from their past that connects them all and he's doing this to get back at them. You know that's Mark the, I know Mark. Yeah, that's the cliche thing. So and that was something that I appreciated about this movie is I could see all the cliches laid out in front of me, Mm -hmm. and it avoided those most of the time. That was very good, yes. So I like that. So it isn't that. The idea is that, like you said, is there's essentially these rich people who are bored, they need some kind of new new entertainment, the next level of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so, just like we had gladiator fightings, just like we have all these things, they said, "Hey, what if we use like this escape room idea? We trap these people in and bet on who will survive, or who will survive the longest, or who will we get out, or you know, there's all sorts of variables you could possibly oh, bet yeah. on." And, so, and I think it's also
0: interesting that they didn't feel the need to justify who these people are, just rich people.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like it doesn't, yeah.
0: but, like, I feel like the movie would have made an error if they tried to actually name or, mm-hmm. like, label who that is. Like, yeah. oh, he's the tycoon of, like, such and such fake industry. Uh-huh. Like, that doesn't matter, the fact that he's just, like, yeah. super rich and powerful and boring. Yeah,
1: and also it makes it so, like, because the guy's kind of like, I'm not the one, like, really doing this. I'm just sort of working mm-hmm. here and it makes it imp like almost impossible for them because they're like it could be anyone it could be so many people and mm-hmm. we have no way to get to the bottom of this yeah. um and also
0: these people it is revealed in the in the movie throughout the different rooms that they have very intimate knowledge of mm-hmm. each of the players' histories yeah. and personal stories down to I know the exact model of a certain item that you had on you mm. when you had the most traumatic experience of your life.
1: Yeah, and so basically, what the other thing I like is anytime you have any of these kind of movies, and this is true for like the Cube, which we, you mentioned too, is there's this whole idea of these people have there's something that connects them, or they have some kind of backstory. They there's something hidden in their past or whatever. Mm. Well, it turns out that all these characters do have something to hit in their past, and the movie at least actually tells us what that is, whereas a lot of them try to keep it vague. And I liked how
0: loose this tie is between them, uh-huh. that they all just happen to be lone survivors of some traumatic event. Mm-hmm. That It's not that one event- that ties exactly them. it's their own personal stories but they all happen to have the same kind of moniker or title that comes from that story
1: of lone survivor
0: yeah yeah and they even say uh the game master that they've done this before with like college all-star athletes exactly didn't yeah. they say they had like mensa guys run through this once or something
1: yeah yeah and that's that was the other thing i liked is that they were kind of like you know we're constantly trying to make this more interesting so at one point we take we took a bunch of um, star athletes, and let's see if they can do it. Maybe the athletes will be great. You Are know what?
0: You... you know what this is? What? It's Survivor. It
1: is kind of Survivor. It
0: literally is Survivor because I used to be a big, big fan of Survivor. Mm-hmm. And every single season past like 10, Jeff was like, we got to get a new theme in here. We got yeah. um, tall people versus short people. Uh, let's do racist. No, let's not do racist. No. Yeah. <laughs> there literally was a season where they're like, let's mix up the races. And then like two episodes, and they're like, this was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then they're like, okay, we want to like merge or mixer yeah. time. Like,
1: yes. I mean, and so that's. Essentially and it makes but it, it makes sense. Is. Yeah, that they're like, Okay, let's try to up the ante and let's get a new theme in here. And like with this they were like, We decided let's go all these lone survivors because we wanted to see, okay, does luck have an Oh, that's candidate. what it was. So,
0: I was like, I can't remember why lone yeah, survivors yeah, they want to, to see like, is luck really a thing? Yeah. And who would have the most luck out of a group of lucky or people? Or also,
1: is there something about you people that makes you more um prone to survival like wanting to survive yeah. you have this strange survival instinct that's stronger than others.
0: what is your x factor yeah. yeah
1: and so that's kind of why they've all now, keep in mind they're together. not doing this
0: for research they're just like bored and want to like, they just
1: want to bet on it and the, and the idea is it would be like they if i went to the horse
0: races, and like let's put donkeys in there yeah. find out what happens
1: they are not meant to survive no. because even though one person find well technically two people get out but one person actually gets through to the end, hmm. and they are going to kill him, essentially. Yeah. They're going to shoot him.
0: And the rooms themselves are kind of not fair. No, okay, they are Some of them are. Yeah. Some of them are not. Let me go through it real quick. So the mm-hmm. oven room, the waiting room, that's fair. Everyone can get out if you're smart enough. Yeah. Yes, you could be stupid, and one person's going to stay behind and hold stuff down. Mm-hmm. But Or maybe two. Yeah. But, like, you could get everyone out. Mm-hmm. The second room, the, the ice cabin, yeah. right? everyone could get out that's fair but the game master cheats because they have this thing that's frozen Uh, and they have to unfreeze it and one of the guys happens to be a smoker uh and he has a lighter and so he throws it to them to like say here use my lighter and it doesn't get all the way across the ice guy goes to pick it up and then the game master then makes the ice completely drop out from underneath that guy's feet. So he dies because he quote cheated.
1: Yeah, he used outside knowledge. But the thing is, they never tell them that, that they you can't, can't do that. Yeah, they took their phones away, but they didn't say, "Oh, hand over all your personal belongings."
0: Yeah, so that's not fair to kill him because like he didn't know that was against the rules. And I'll tell you this: if I was like one of the guys betting on this, uh-huh. I would be furious yeah. Yeah. that like you just deprived me my bet because you because he didn't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. It that was kind of like an unfair moment. Super unfair. Um, the next room is the um the upside down. Room.
0: The upside down like billiards hall.
1: Billiards hall, yeah. And that room it's well we said it's near impossible because for one person, for yeah, because the the floors are dropping out from under this room at,
0: on a time delay. I like this how it actually gave you the clues mm-hmm. about like I'm going to play this song
1: and then and then
0: I'm going to do like an all dial up fax tone and then part of the floor is going to go bye bye
1: mm-hmm. and it's going it's going kind of in order somewhat I yeah. think. If I remember correctly, or plays
0: the entire song. I No, know the,
1: I mean like the floors. Like oh no no, the, they know the,
0: which one's gonna go mm-hmm, next. I, I thought. That felt random to me because I because I it's no, like no. it's like five sections and it's like first it's section two, then section four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe it's or maybe it's like two, four, one, three, five. Yeah, but like
1: it felt like they knew which section. It, it, was it kind of go. felt more
0: random to me than that, but but, like, yeah.
1: but either way, but the thing is, at the end, essentially, you end up with one character on one side of the room. And all who these, has to
0: get the key to get out.
1: Who has the key to get out. And everybody else at the other side of the room where the key needs to go. And she has, like, no way, really, of getting over to them. She at can, not, like,
0: like, climb across, but we're talking, like, ninja warrior, yeah. like, master level. Like, you better have uh, all the finger grip strength in the world.
1: Yeah, because as it is, like, this is this is the, the, the one, the character who gets stuck a- across the room is the The veteran, and she is probably the She closest, is the closest a, one in to Ninja Warrior. Is, yeah, she is the physically strongest, and her death is... It's kind of interesting, I thought, because she essentially sacrifices herself. No, everybody. yeah,
0: she knows that she can't get out of this. Yeah,
1: because essentially, she has to get the key to them, and the key starts to fall out of her pocket, because it's one of those things that, like won't go in a woman's pocket. Like it.
0: And of course, even though she was in the army has probably army pants on or whatever. No, nah, she didn't have arms. No, she she has was, regular pants, she's regular pants. She's like dress pants, but like yeah, women don't have pockets.
1: Yeah, and this thing, it's too big. I said I would have put it in my underwear personally. I never would have thought that
0: pockets could be the death of you. Yeah. But yeah. You know. But
1: essentially it falls out of her pocket, so she has to jump down to get it on the floor they know is collapsing and at the last minute has to throw it to them, knowing mm-hmm. that she's gonna die essentially. And I
0: mean there is a chance they try to offer her like a pool cute, like to, save her, her, to yeah. save her but like realistically she it the physics have of that she would have pulled all the rest of them with her yeah. they would not have been able to hold her that would have just killed more people uh-huh, and yeah. i think that she i argue that she realized that because mm-hmm. if you look at her face she has a moment where she's hanging yeah, on to like she knows she's that hol- it's i think it would but she's holding on to something and like she's uh-huh. dangling there and she just has this look on her face like nope that's not going to work drop yeah you know
1: yeah so she she ends up essentially yeah taking one for the team um, the next room they're in, that room I can't say is totally unfair because they just have to do one thing and then they can all get out.
0: I think it's unfair because it requires outside
1: knowledge. True.
0: And in this room, if they And don't- also
1: they don't know what they actually have to do because they think they have to raise their heart rates. Yeah. But they actually don't have to do that. Well,
0: I, because a video comes on talking about like, with a new heart, you can do great things. Prove that yeah. you have a good heart or whatever, you know. Yeah. And- a timer then comes on that says they have, like, I think five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, it, and essentially and they, gonna they realize gas. if we don't get this right in five minutes, the entire room gets flooded with poison and everybody dies. Mm-hmm. And so they're thinking, like, because one guy knows that the x-rays say EKG. Mm-hmm. And there's an EKG machine in there. So, like, clearly we have to hook this up to your heart and monitor it. And, yeah, yeah it says, like, you know, test failed. Like, you know, your mm-hmm. heart rate's too, not what we're looking for. And so they're thinking, like, oh, we have to, like, shock your, your heart into, like, a uh-huh. super heightened state. And then, like, measure that.
1: Mm.
0: Like, no one thinks, like, how about you just run in place for, like, a minute. Yeah. Do a bunch (laughs) of jumping jacks. Do burpees. You know, exercise, maybe. You know, no one thinks of that. And, of course, then it's like, no, the answer is you have to slow your heart. You have to calm down. Which
1: is hard to do in that kind of situation. With a pressure
0: situation. Yeah. But I think that's the, that's why I thought, like, that's got to be the correct answer. Because in a stressful situation with the clock going and knowing that death is on the line, Uh calming down would be very hard to do. Yeah, the
1: the next room now I obviously went to the bathroom during this time but the next room I don't agree with because essentially... Also not fair. Not fair because one, they drug them and then give them only the antidote for one person.
0: Yeah, there is a a hatch it's literally like a submarine hatch Uh with like this wheel door that you have to spin that is too difficult for one person to spin. Mm -hmm. Maybe if it was a bodybuilder, like Uh the rock, he could maybe do it but realistically...
1: And and we already said the, the, the army that she She died. (laughs) Yeah, I think she could have
0: died on her own. Maybe. But, like, at this point, you just had the store clerk Mm -hmm. and the stockbroker guy. Mm -hmm. And the stockbroker guy, he takes a shirt off a lot. So, like, you can tell he's in good shape, but he's, like, a trim shape. Uh He's not necessarily, like, bodybuilder.
1: Yeah, he also has an injury. His hand, oh, that's right! I forgot his he has hand injury. Yeah, he yeah. had frostbite, so his hand is actually like you know, yeah. it's not it's not injured now. But you would you're, question you're right, I totally forgot about that, and they, they don't really bring that back up. Yeah, they have. you would question whether or not he has the the hand strength because of that. Old that's injury. a good point. I
0: didn't think about yeah. That. that. Yeah, that seems like a character defect that they should have brought up mm-hmm. more. Like, I can't hold this or I can't do this because like he should have said that in the um the upside down room. Like uh-huh. I had trouble climbing because I can't grab yeah. things as well. You yeah, know? but that doesn't come up. But they both have to grab this handle to turn it, and it turns out the handle's laced with, like, LSD or something. Mm. And then it says there is only one cure in the room, or one antidote. Uh
1: Uh-huh. And
0: they find it some... Also, the way they find it is complete BS, because the entire room is drawn with just black and white lines, Mm. as if it's from, like, a Nickelodeon commercial or something, you know? Like, a real psychedelic thing. And one of the people... I forget who, because it happens so frenetically. And also, the camera's distorting the features Mm -hmm. to show you what they're seeing. But the... The antidote, it's just like hidden in a like drawer in the wall uh-huh. that like you have to like push to like have it pop out. But you would have to know exactly where to push. Uh-huh. And even then you'd be like, where was it again? Yeah. You know, so they happen to find it. And, and then they fight. And they had to fight over because it it's only antidote for one. Yeah. During the fight, the, um, the stockbroker guy, he, I forget how it happens, if he's pushed or if he falls, but he cracks his head on a corner
1: uh-huh.
0: and he's done. So, you know, store Click injects himself, goes on to the uh, last room.
1: Which the last room is also set up to fail because they he figures out the puzzle and mm-hmm. the combination, but it doesn't open. Yeah. And so he has to kind of ingeniously come up with a way to survive a room that is trying to crush him. Which was super smart. Which was very smart, yeah. It's saying it that
0: he was panicking and, like, crushing him uh-huh, between the walls. Yeah,
1: And in a way, because, like, he's, like, your least likely suspect to survive because he's not very smart. Mm-hmm. He's kind of... They allude that he has alcohol problems and things like that. But he's just sort of scrappy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and that's
0: the best word to describe Yeah,
1: it. like he's just sort of like he will do anything to survive kind of thing. Yep. that This is the one place where I did think the film is a little bit cliche mm-hmm. in the fact that I kind of wish they didn't make it so that there could only be one. Like that seems too horror film classic. Yeah. Like why 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 do you make it to where they have to lower the numbers? Yes, maybe the no- numbers lower on their own. Like the guy mm-hmm. falling through the ice, or the girl who sacrifices herself, or things like that. Or you know the one guy who essentially has a heart attack in the room. Yeah. Like okay, they can weed themselves out like that, but don't set up a puzzle to where they have to get down to one. Like make it more interesting where it is possible that they could all get I out. I agree. You know? And then also, like,
0: because you have these billionaires betting. uh uh-huh. Surely they're betting who's going to get the furthest. Yeah. But why not have a side bet about, like, will there be a survivor?
1: Yeah, or will there be multiple? I mean, when, like, doesn't that seem like I think like that a, would be... It's
0: like a... You have to imagine it's like a roulette table. Yeah. Where you can place your money on, like, either black or red mm-hmm. of, like, a survivor, no survivors. And then you also you have the numbers of, like, I'm going to vote for Ben, I'm going to vote for Jason or yeah. Mike or Amanda.
1: I feel... Yeah, and I feel like that's the bet where you're you're the one who's, like... I'm going to bet that three people will survive. Oh, yeah, I
0: see what you're saying. And mean.
1: everyone else is like, you're crazy. But then if it happens, you cash out huge. Yeah. That's what I think it is. You're like, suckers. Yeah, like, you're like, it's it's so impossible that if I, if it, uh, but if it does happen, I cash out Oh, my God, I, that's, I that's my huge.
0: decade right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just like, made my
0: decade worth of money.
1: Yeah, and so I think that would be, I think that's more interesting and that, like, that was, like, I thought the one misstep in the whole idea. Um I agree. I agree. Um, but like I said, when you compare it to other movies like The Cube or, you know, which, mm-hmm. if, if you are interested in The Cube, one, you can go watch it. I don't recommend it. But um, you can also, our podcast movie, Date Night, we did an episode on it, so you yeah. can find that. But with that movie, it was all this vague oh, well, they all have a dark history or a dark thing in their past, but we're not going to tell you what that is, and we're just going to allude to it. And then in the end, we're not going to explain anything, and you're not going to know why or how yeah, or
0: when. Yeah, the best theory they have for the cube is they put us in here just to have us die, like it's well, a prison cell, but then why not just why? take them in the back and shoot them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just shoot them. Whereas this, not only is there a reason that they're all there, there's a reason that they were chosen, mm-hmm. and there's also a reason behind it, and it's kind of a plausible thing rich guys you know inventing ways to like hurt people for their entertainment yeah it's happened (laughs) also
0: to further support Mm -hmm. your you're actually i think fantastic idea of like why can't there be survivors right they say ten thousand dollars if you make it through Uh right so like i don't think first of all that they got paid because oh no they said they because did, yeah. Ben the store clerk he makes it out of the last room mm-hmm. to the end and the game master is there who's just this guy who we haven't seen or heard yeah. at all he is just this it's literally like when you meet the Wizard of Oz like this mm-hmm. oh hello I'm behind the curtain Yeah, you know, just like oh so you're like the title character mm-hmm. we see in the last two minutes of the film yeah, Thanks. and
1: Ben asks him so, so do I get the money? And it's like... And
0: he's like, ha, 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 I'm going to kill you now. Yeah,
1: because they, they can't have anyone going off and talking about this. But
0: here's the thing, and here's exactly the point. They should pay him the money because he earned it. Mm-hmm. It's $10,000 versus the billions they probably paid yeah, to make this exactly. thing set up. And they prove that we can get out of here super fast. Mm-hmm. Because both Ben and, spoiler alert also, not that we haven't... you Doing know, spoilers. um, Zoe, this crazy smart college girl... Mm-hmm. They both survive. She actually tricks the game. She
1: tricks it, yeah. She's the smart one because she realizes that the game is not set up in their favor. If we keep playing, we will die. They are set up to lose. So she has the idea of we have to change it so that... We're not playing their game. We're, you know, yeah. we're changing the rules, essentially, on that. So
0: she, like, essentially, in one room, breaks all the cameras, plays dead. When they come to clean up her body, she attacks uh-huh. and gets out. Yeah. And is now, like, behind the scenes and stuff, yeah. you know. So, but they both kill the game master. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the cops, like, how they should. And thank goodness, because I always hate it when they don't go to the cops yeah. right away. But then, like, they come back surely no more than three hours later. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, like, four hours later. Because, yeah. like, the cops would be like, okay, what happened Well, and again? they take
1: him to the hospital. Take him and
0: to the hospital, like yeah. But they come back with the cops, and it is cleaned out. Not yeah. only is it cleaned out, but it looks like it's been abandoned forever.
1: Yeah, it's all graffiti. Like, it's all graffiti and, and yeah. gross, and they, there's not
0: a stitch of anything left. Yeah, you know? there's
1: no evidence, so they can't do anything.
0: Except about. for, like, one, like, mocking little clue of like it says no way out or something mm-hmm. and she realizes that's an anagram for the doctor character yeah you know? but if you can clean up that fast and that reliably much like how the organization did in the game uh michael douglas goes back to the place and goes like it was here i swear it was here no it's not mm-hmm. it's this or yeah. i don't know what you're talking about and, and
1: like he finds out that the person he talked to was actually an actor yeah right yeah so
0: like why not pay these people like, you know, I, hey.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, so, it's like, all I'm because saying they don't. It, sh-
0: it should be that there could be multiple survivors. If you do get through, you get paid. You could try going to the cops, but you're not going to find us. yeah.
1: But, it, yeah, it's just I think the idea is they don't want anyone to talk.
0: It's just that to me feels like the ultimate, like, little smirk. Mm-hmm. Like, we kept our end of the deal. Thanks for a good time. Yeah. And, then, and then here's the fun part. If you have multiple survivors, then you can do, like, Hunger Games. We have the special one of, like, the Survivor's Round.
1: Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Because that was... Okay.
0: I never read the Hunger Game books. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the movies. But when I heard about that, like, the second or third movie, like, there's a Survivor's Round. Like, oh, that's interesting. Well,
1: yeah. And that's kind of, like, the, the way if you do read the books, it's, you know, they're kind of like, okay... We survived. It's over. It can't happen again. And then they like kind of spring it on them. Guess what? Yeah. And they're like, you've got to be kidding me. Exactly. That, and that, that,
0: I mean, they do set this movie up for a sequel at the they end. They do actually. It's, but I think clever. that's a, I think that's a more fun sequel. Like the whole that, like survivors that, round. Yeah. That, like you know, <laughs> it shows Zoe and Ben and their separate little things. You know, and like maybe a couple other survivors, some other games. And then they go to bed at night. They wake up and they're in escape. I'm like, what the what? You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and it also I like that element too because kind of like. The the movie the game we talked about. The whole thing with that is you're never really certain what is the game and when the game has ended. PS, I fully believe the
0: people, the rich guys from the game are behind this. Yeah, right. It's the same group. Like it's just their sons. Yeah.
1: Um so so like that's the same thing where you don't know at what point are you actually out of this escape room or whatever. And I mean, we've kind of joked about that, how we, you know, one of our dreams is we want to do like a huge escape room crawl where we just do as many rooms as we can at once. It's just, we don't have the finances for that. But we were laughing about how after that many rooms, do you start to kind of freak out? And you're like in the bathroom going, it's an escape room. It's an escape room. And you're like, no, it's just a bathroom. It's It's just just a bathroom. I would be in the bathroom, just
0: (laughs) sitting in Bohemian Rhapsody. Is this the real life? Yeah. Is this just fantasy? Caught in an escape room, no escape from reality.
1: <laughs> but so, okay, I guess you know, I don't want to go on about this movie for too long, but I would I say, <laughs> I mean, I think that there is obviously you know, escape rooms are not something to be afraid of, and it there's not you're not being trapped by some evil person or there, no. no one's gonna die or things like that. But, they're not gonna
0: require you to climb things ever,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah. Um. But I think, you know, to an extent some of it was sort of accurate of an escape room. Yeah. You know. Like the
0: whole the the um word cipher to get out of the log cabin.
1: Yeah, or the That's
0: legit like an escape room. Or
1: like the the oven dial that had to be turned up to Fahrenheit 451, 451. you know. That's like legit. That's those are legit puzzles. Um, even even the
0: uh, actual puzzle to open the safe in the uh, upside down room. Yeah. Where it's like you have to like figure out the colors mm-hmm. and they correspond to the balls on the table. And then the
1: thing that they get is a key, but it's not an actual key key. That's yeah. That's also, that happens in escape rooms too. Um, I do think a number of times their problems could have been solved had they just peed but I kept saying that <laughs> over yeah, and over and Yeah, actually, early.
0: multiple times, you're multiple like, times. Surely someone has to go to the bathroom. Like, doesn't one person try to leave to go to the bathroom? No, he leaves to try to go smoke. That's yeah, right. He, yeah. I was and like, someone they... like, starts the room by like, I gotta leave this room for just yeah, a minute. Yeah, and be that's right back. what triggers the start. How great would it to be, be- like someone should have been like, I have to pee.
1: Yeah, because at one point they they need to like fill these glasses, and I was like, Someone's someone, gotta pee. Someone's gotta pee, right? At one
0: point they gotta melt some ice. Someone's, someone's gotta, gotta pee. pee.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> it's amazing how many times I was like, Does anyone have to go to the? Bathroom? Can you imagine <laughs> if they were in the drug
0: room? Like I hear that pee. Like it's like starfish or whatever, <laughs> or jellyfish, sea urchins. Yeah. You're <laughs> drugged.
1: Um. But I would say like there are some accurate aspects of what escape rooms are kind of like in some respects. Some of the puzzles they do, even some of the levels, I mean obviously this is supposed to be like super immersive, unlimited budget kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but like some of it we have seen rooms that are as immersive in detail as these. So that wasn't out of the realm of possibility. You have to go through multiple rooms. Mm -hmm. That's also, I would feel that they were in there longer than an hour. But <laughs> but that can also happen in some escape rooms. Yeah. Sometimes they're not an hour. But just in terms of a movie, I was actually genuinely surprised. Would I go see this movie again? Probably not, just because it's one of those movies that once once, you, you've, seen it. once you've seen it, you've seen it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I didn't, and like. I didn't and like we said,
0: there's no like hidden twist that you go back and like oh, there's the clues of that. Hidden yeah. Twist. It's it's pretty much all straightforward as it is
1: mm-hmm.
0: from start to finish. Yeah. So like I mean. I would love to just take scenes
1: mm-hmm. from this
0: movie so I could show them to someone who has not done the escape room and be like, here's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. This is what it's like. You know, like exactly like the log cabin thing. Yeah. Like that's the perfect, like look around for something that makes sense that we can plug into this seven letter combination.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: mm-hmm. we have a clue here. How does that work? You know, like shove that at them. Go like, watch this like three minute thing. And then I'll tell you exactly like this will, or this will demonstrate to you exactly uh-huh. how an escape room is. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh my goodness, we're locked in. It's not like, you know, break everything and try to find the exit. It's, here's a puzzle, look around for clues.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So in a way, it was very escape room-like. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think
0: in terms of keeping to the spirit of escape rooms, mm-hmm. they did a great job. Yeah. And I would love a sequel.
1: Yeah, no, movie. especially because of kind of what they set up was. I very just, I clever. don't think,
0: I don't think I want the sequel the movie sets up about like how Zoe and Ben are gonna go get revenge. But like yeah, the because guys it's on not to gonna them. work. Yeah, I, I want a sequel with one of the other rooms, mm-hmm. and I want the sequel with the smart guy room. I don't want the jock athlete room. I don't want, I want the smart guy room. I want the I want smart guy else. room. I want them all to be arguing about, like, well, Plato's philosophy says yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I want to just get be, anywhere. I want to just be a room full of cheaties from The Good Place. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. so, I mean, you enjoyed it. Would you recommend it to people? I would recommend yeah. it to, If you like escape rooms, I would recommend it. Once again, it's not really a horror movie. It's more of a thriller yeah. or um, suspense. And here's the thing. So, I need to
0: be labeled as a mystery. It's not really a mystery.
1: It's really. just a
0: straight... Suspense thriller.
1: I mean, you don't know all the information at the beginning, but they slowly reveal what it. What
0: movie do you know of the information at the yeah, beginning? Yeah, so I don't know that Scar is gonna kill Mufasa at the beginning of The Lion oh. King, but it happens.
1: <laughs> oh no. So many spoilers. <laughs> oh come on. Nah, I'm kidding. It's
0: been twenty five years. <laughs> I think it's time. When a quarter of a century has gone by, the statue of for so spoilers uh-huh. is up.
1: Well, if you liked us talking about movies, you should check out our other podcast, Movie Date Night. Where we talk about a lot of movies. Um, Using a lot of adult language. Using more adult language, yes. And also, usually there are movies that one of us has seen, but the other one is seen for the first time.
0: Kind of our gimmick.
1: So, let's hear more about that.
0: So, I was out with the night, and she said that she hated Star Wars. Can you believe that?
1: I could top that. My latest date told me he didn't like black and white movies. What? Do you have a movie deal breaker? Is there a film you love so much that if your significant other didn't like it, it would be Splitsville?
0: Well, we're dating hosts, Greg and Lauren, and in our podcast, Movie Date Night, we introduce each other to our favorite movies and see if our relationship can survive and if our partners appreciate the movies as much as we do.
1: Find us wherever podcasts are available and follow us at Movie Date Night on Facebook or Twitter to talk movies with us.
0: Well, that sure was different, <laughs> that movie. <laughs> um, speaking of different, though, Sometimes uh, some games like to offer different ways to play to different people or different players, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so it's not exactly a, the same kind of viewpoint of same perspective. And so for the dice roll this time, we thought we would take on some asymmetric games. One of mine that I, um, I, I really like and I just haven't had as much chance to really enjoy it as I can, mm-hmm. is Captain Sonar.
1: Yes.
0: Captain Sonar is a really cool game where it's like Battleship Deluxe, mm-hmm. where you actually have, and what's really cool is that there's two different versions of it. There's a four-player version and an eight-player version. Yeah,
1: and you really wanted the eight-player version, but we ended up lucking out where we were just ap- happened to be at Target one day, and we walked by the like bargain bin, and they had that. And you didn't even know I they had it. I didn't even know it. they had a four-player version.
0: <laughs> And so um, I want to talk more about the eight-player version, yeah. you know, because that's a bit more uh, uh-huh. out there. But essentially, you have a four versus four uh, team of submarines, and one person's the captain who's calling out the directions. One person is the navigator who is like drawing on a map, like which way they're going. Mm-hmm. In ter- and what's cool is that it comes with multiple maps, you know, so like you can play this multiple times and uh-huh. stuff. And another person is the radar guy who's listening to what the other team is doing. Mm -hmm. So you have to like... Try to ignore what your people are saying and listen to what they're saying and try to figure out where the other team is on the same map. And one person is the engineer who's trying to like fix things and everything's breaking and you got to like, you know, score a point so that way you can fire your special weapons or power ups. And it's just really cool and yeah. how it all comes together. And and each person has
1: like their own job to do. And
0: everyone's shouting and everyone's like, oh my God, do we, do we, can we get this? <laughs> where are they, you know? So yeah. it's kind of like, it's kind of like I said, battleship, except you're not stationary, you're constantly moving. And you also have to play this game of Snake, where you can't ever run back into your previous path. Uh-huh. Uh, it, 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 unless you surface, which it's more... It's kind of hard to explain all the rules, but it's a super fun game. Everybody has their own role. If you get the four-player version, like how we have, essentially, uh, the the four different roles are merged into two. So uh-huh. everyone's kind of so double... It's two against two. Everybody's kind of double-duty, uh-huh. you know? But it's still pretty fun. Yeah,
1: and, like, our fear, one of the reasons that... Well, not only because it was in the bargain bin, so we got it on clearance... But um, our fear with the eight-player version is that we would never have enough people to play it, essentially. We can
0: maybe sometimes swing six at uh-huh. our usual, possibly seven, but eight is like a really hard number yeah, for us it's personally just, to have.
1: We, we could do it, but it would be a rare occasion.
0: And even then, it'd be like, well, would everyone be in the mood to do that? Yeah, because usually
1: if we have that many people over, we're doing something else. Like, we're having one of our movie night things. Yeah, so
0: I'm not saying that this game is for everybody. Uh But I think that if you are into the kind of mood where, you know, you'll want to coordinate and kind of do a team face-off, it's pretty fun. Uh
1: Uh-huh. So one of the ones that um, is on my list is Mysterium. (gasps) Oh, Mysterium. Yes, which we like. Um, so Mysterium, it's kind of you know you have you have sort of one person who's playing the ghost, and the, is giving clues to the other players who are trying to figure out you know interpret those clues almost like in a game of Clue kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it, it's not kind of like yours where every player has a different role, but you have kind of one person with one role and other people with a different role mm-hmm. essentially. And that one's neat because like I always tell people it's like Clue but better. Because it's like the clues you're giving are so obscure and you're just giving pictures and the ghost can't say anything. And so it makes it a lot more difficult, but also a lot more fun.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I love Mysterium because it's more in depth where uh-huh. it's actual like an image. yeah, and you have to figure out and parse out what did Lauren mean when she gave me this image? Uh-huh. Why am I looking at this rat with a top hat in a you know market square? Yeah. And how does that relate to either a chauffeur, a a chef, or, Uh like, a priest? Well,
1: yeah, and the other thing that's neat about Mysterium is it's, like, the replayability is great because it's so highly individualized based on the clue giver. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what would they think that this, you know, would they pick up on the color or the subject matter? Exactly. On. Essentially, so, we have a house rule that Greg is not the clue giver. Yeah. Greg is the clue taker.
0: Because my brain works in mysterious it ways. Does. It's, it's different. It's useful in escape rooms. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. But, <laughs> but just um, not in these asymmetric games. No. Even when I... And the thing is, like, we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. I want her to get this. Yeah. But I just... My brain is like...
1: Well, you know? yeah. It's just like, it makes perfect sense to you. But... Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Another one that I uh, like in terms of asymmetric games that I just, you know, have a special soft spot for is Last Night in Earth series mm-hmm. by Flying Frogs. And I personally have the um, Invasion of Outer Space version, which is the aliens versus circus folk. Yeah, But the main core bit is, you know, just townsfolk versus zombies. But they all play the same, where essentially one group is the town folk trying to survive, mm-hmm. trying to make it through this horrible, horrible night. And the other group is you know, the other, whatever that is, yeah. trying to destroy them. But what's so different and interesting about it is that they all have different strengths, they all have different power-ups, they have different decks of cards they deal with, and they even function differently. Yeah. Like the in, in the one that I have, the Martians versus the Circus Folk, all the Martians automatically have ray guns that they can shoot.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: they can also fight, you know, Fist to fist. Yeah. I mean, they stink at fighting fist to fist, but they can't.
1: Yeah. Whereas the circus folk, they, they have to like usually find weapons or things like that. Uh, one but, of the reasons but when we... they do,
0: it's such a massive power up.
1: True, yeah. One of the reasons we don't play this very often is we... Well, first of all, the rule book is insane. And... We...
0: I pretty much had to write a cheat sheet yeah. for the rules... That I can be like, okay, here's how the Martians work, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know? We
1: also find that we felt like the Martians were a little overpowered, you know? It's
0: because they have ranged attacks from the word go. Yeah. You know, yeah, and meanwhile,
1: they, they start out at an advantage.
0: I think only one character on the circus folks, like uh-huh. the gunslinger, yeah. has range. And then no one else does, yeah. or, or at least from the start, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's,
1: and it's just when things are so one-sided, it makes it a little bit less fun, you know, because you're like, oh, well, I can't do anything, you know. Yeah. So And it might just be we need to play it more to kind of understand it better.
0: That's the thing, too, that we don't. I don't think we've addressed too much on this mm-hmm. podcast, but some games, they're good. It's just that, you know, based upon you yourself as a player uh-huh. and what your previous history is, and what kind of game exactly your style thank you and the kind of games that you like some games they can be like award-winning really great games but it's just not in your wheelhouse you know if there's a game that we you know this is a complete sidetrack but this game that we that our group really likes the big book of madness Uh uh-huh fantastic deck building game we stink at it because we can't quite figure out like you know what the actual like kind of right angle or method of approach that yeah, we Yeah,
1: we're getting better at it, I think. But the first time, we got completely ruined. We've had to introduce, like, house rules on house, house rules, rules yeah. to, like,
0: make it so we can make this through. Yeah, yeah.
1: Know? And that's also a game that, just, once again, kind of our side tangent with Big Book of Madness is um, you, you have to keep playing. Like, it might seem like, oh, nope, we lost. But, like, Play it out because sometimes like you, you think you've lost and really you're like you just had to wait till the next person and you won. Like that, you That's just actually have to... good.
0: That's a good uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we've had. That where... game will give you so many black eyes, but like you've got to keep getting back. Yeah,
1: because you might you might like surprise. And at the end, you're like, oh, wait, I just saw this combination. So you have to just keep going. Like, mm-hmm. don't stop thinking, oh, nope, nope, we lost. Definitely. Um, so another one that, um, is actually a favorite sort of of mine, and there's a couple games that are similar. So one of our favorites is Letters from Whitechapel, where you are essentially playing, uh, one person is Jack the Ripper, who is murdering ladies and escaping, and the rest are the detectives who are after him. I like it because, like, I'm really good at getting away and outsmarting everybody. You are. So kind of, there is sort of a rule of don't let Lauren play Jack, because I will get away. Well, no, you're just hard mode. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm hard about it, essentially. Um, but there's also um, Scotland Yard and Fury of Dracula. Now, I've played Scotland Scotland Yard, but I haven't played Fury of Dracula. And you've kind of mentioned that they there's sort of a, a tier system here.
0: Yeah, essentially, Scotland Yard is the base game. And that came out, like, decades ago. Yeah. Like, I don't even know when that came out. I think in the 70s, maybe 80s. Uh-huh. You know? And essentially, it's one person is Mr. X. Uh-huh. And they are running away from the other MI6, Interpol, whatever you want, Uh you know, and you're just kind of moving around the city of London and Mr. X can spend different movement tokens to get from here to there, Uh you know, so-and-so. it's kind of like, where is he? Where could he be? Oh, he took a subway station. That means he made this kind of a move. Uh, Letters from Whitechapel with Jack the Ripper, it's this very similar thing. The main difference, though, is that, you know, first of all, Jack has unlimited movement in terms of basic Uh Note to note because the map is made up in like a note system. Well,
1: he doesn't necessarily have unlimited, there is a limit.
0: No, no, there is like a time limit. Yeah, there's a time limit. But in in, uh, Scotland Yard, uh, Mr. X has limited, like, even uses of just note to note because that's a taxi. Like, he needs to give away that token. True,
1: true, true. Yeah.
0: You know, so, um, and also the Jack the Ripper one, it goes over five different rounds. Uh Meanwhile, Scotland Yard, it's just this one time, this one playthrough. It's a bit longer.
1: And a bit tougher
0: to track, but at the same time... You know. Yeah,
1: and um, Letters from Whitechapel also has a lot of like things you can do to make it more difficult. Yeah. Also, um, does it go up to more players than Scotland Yard does? I, I don't think? remember
0: how many Scotland Yard goes up to. I, it's similar, though. Yeah, if it's, We
1: we don't own Scotland Yard, but some people we know do, so we've played it a couple yeah. times. But, but it, but yeah,
0: um, and especially with the expansion for Letters to Whitechapel, yeah. they gave you more options. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is about Letters to Whitechapel is that all these options – can individually be placed in or not. It's almost like Ticket to Ride where they have like the stations in one and then like the towns in the other. You could technically take all those little extra spare bits from the different Uh maps and just slap them all into one map and have a major fun time. Yeah, You know, so it's kind of you really can't pick and choose. But then Fury of Dracula, it's the same basic play style. One person is Dracula. The other ones are the Van Helsing and like Nina and all the others Uh trying to hunt him down and kill him. But in this one, all the players can draw cards to get power-ups and weapons. And uh-huh. when you actually catch up to Dracula, you can't... In in both um, letters and Whitechapel and Scotland Yard, when you catch up to the target, it's just... You got him. Instant game over, you got him, well done. Yeah. But in Fairy Dracula, not only do you have to catch up to him, but then you have to fight him in combat. And actually has a combat system, uh-huh. which is pretty good. So it's sort of like basic, intermediate, advanced. So, you know... The core game itself is the same, and mm-hmm. it's very enjoyable trying to yeah. figure out, you know, okay, he made this kind of a move uh-huh. based upon where we know he was. Mm-hmm. What are the options? And you're kind of like almost like doing math, yeah. You know, and like,
1: it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're doing a lot of counting, um, it's a lot of logic trying to figure but, out, yeah. And it's also, once again, going back to that kind of replayability, each person is going to have a little bit different style they mm-hmm. play. Like, I'm. I want to say I'm really bad because I'll do things like double back or like, you know, Mm -hmm. circle around and stuff to where where most people would do more of a straightforward approach. Yeah. So that's why it's more difficult when I play Jack. Um, I will say we've taken this the last two years for um, Tabletop Day. Yeah. And like, it's always a huge crowd pleaser. Oh, people
0: love it. Yeah. People really love it because, yeah, it's so creative and Mm -hmm. everyone wants to be Jack. Yeah. Like when we go this year... I'm going to have to draw, like, have lots to draw or something. (laughs) For like, guys, no, like, we're going to roll dice or something to figure this out because not everyone can be jacked. Yeah.
1: Okay, so, I mean, I understand these asymmetrical games, but what about, like, a game like Pandemic? Where technically you're all doing the same sort of basic moves, but each person has a character special speciality, mm-hmm. or something like the um, Forbidden Desert, Forbidden Skies, those yep. things, where each person has a, uh, something special they can do. Is that still considered asymmetrical? It
0: depends on who you talk to. Okay. For me, no. <laughs> but technically speaking, asymmetr- asymmetrical games by definition. Uh-huh. Are that each player will have different abilities or play styles or rules uh-huh. associated with them. So, for example, going to Forbidden Island. Yes. Right? Where you have someone like the navigator mm-hmm. who can spend their turn to move other people. Yeah. Or the explorer who can break the rules of going diagonally rather than up, down, left, and right. Uh-huh. Right? So, you are playing differently. But, just in my personal opinion, I don't think that's different enough to qualify uh-huh. it's like a gray area Yeah. You know? so like yes you if you look up on you know the website I'm sure it'll list itself as asymmetrical but for this list I wanted to be where the play is completely different where if you're playing like the one that you just mentioned uh-huh. the um, Lettuce and Whitechapel if I'm playing Jack I have a completely different little mini board I'm looking at. Yeah. I have a different objective of don't get caught. Uh-huh. Meanwhile everyone else is like, catch him. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> you know. Even um uh Jack the Ripper in the Letters from White Whitechapel, he has special tokens that nobody else gets that lets him move in secret yeah. or to double move or to do all these other things. Yeah,
1: it's kind of those games are fun, like sp- Particularly what I kind of like about Letters from Whitechapel and even Mysterium is they are in some ways um, cooperative games, mm-hmm. but it's a cooperative team against one person. Yeah. So it's like one person against everybody else yeah. sort of thing.
0: Like the, the the one that's closer to asymmetry that I might argue would be like villainous. Uh-huh. Because even though you all have the same basic play style of, yeah. I move my character from this square to this square. This is square. what I can and can't do. These are the ones that are, these are my actions available to me based upon where I move. The thing that makes that game really asymmetrical in my mind is everybody has a different objective. Yeah, You know, um, Jafar wants to get the lamp and the genie hook wants to take out Peter Pan. Um, Prince John wants just money. Long, <laughs> lots of money, you know? So it's the decks are designed mm-hmm. to be specific towards their goals and to be either helpful or, in the case of the fate deck, harmful and detrimental to reaching their goals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that that in itself makes the playstyle very different. Like, especially when you look at the character Ursula, where she does not have allies to put out other uh-huh. than the two. But she never does a straight up vanquish action mm-hmm. like the other characters do. Her versus all the other players is drastically different. So, I mean, but even still, that's kind of a great area to me Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: the basic way in which you play is very similar.
1: I feel like I think we're going to have to do probably a future dice roll or something where we talk more about villainous in particular because it's a very popular game right now Um, just because of its theme, because of how it looks. It looks amazing. It's sold at Target. And, you know, so it's something that a lot of people who maybe aren't familiar with board games are getting. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is a good game but there's some things i think people need to know about it so i think we need to have a
0: 30 minute round about how to fix it
1: yeah yeah well uh, so i think we're gonna we're gonna have to discuss that game in particular maybe at some point um but kind of speaking of where everybody has different roles and it's player versus player sometimes let's and things that need fixing things that need fixing uh let's go into a very interesting uh, escape room report So for this escape room, this was actually um, one that we did around the time of my birthday. Mm-hmm. and I took great
0: care to research this room, yes. to plan it out, to surprise you. I heard lots of good reviews about this room, all fours and five stars. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that.
1: Yes. Um, I think this is a good, like... It's a good one where you find out that when reviews on escape rooms are not always to be trusted, I guess, which this is, a which is hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say because, you know, obviously you you should do some research sometimes, but at the same time, things like Yelp and TripAdvisor and some of those there you need to kind of read them and take things with a grain of salt and stuff. Yeah. And unfortunately, some of the like actual trustworthy review sites just haven't reviewed every game. You know what I mean? Because most of those are run by, you know, single people who can only play so many games, you know, or live in certain areas and things like that. Mm -hmm. So this was at, it's a company called Escape Games at the River in Rancho Mirage, California, which is out near Palm Springs. Yeah. And this is a case of, this room looked great.
0: (laughs) Oh, this room is like Disney quality in terms of theming. Yeah. It looks fantastic. You Mm. know, it's got... Uh, what looks like like stone and mortar texture on all the mm-hmm. walls, stained glass windows. You know, a big wooden chest that like you would expect like D and D adventures to find plunder in. You know, uh-huh. uh, it's got a dungeon with actual chains on the wall.
1: Yeah, so we did. They have a, a lot of rooms actually. Oh yeah, we should um, say which one we did. And we did the secret of Dragon's Spire, mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be medieval uh, thieves who essentially entered. I believe it was like supposed to be like a magician's office kind of thing situation and you're trying to find this artifact and this room is supposed to be one of their more difficult rooms it's nine out of ten so so they say these difficulties are kind of you know um and it surprisingly goes up to eight players which we should also talk about okay yeah (laughs) there's a lot to unpack here (laughs) there is
0: so first of all whenever we see that it goes up to a certain number of players the Mm -hmm. main concern we have is just physical space can these people squeeze into this space yeah. and then have enough room to move around freely this room does have the the square footage it ha-
1: yes square yeah it has the square footage it has the we'll floor space
0: for people eight people to comfortably fit yes it does go from one room into another room so then mm-hmm. it doubles you know but even yeah. the first room i think you know and of course it's a medieval theme so they have a round table you mm-hmm. know so but even still i think there's enough room uh, considering that, you know, eight people could crowd around that round table and all yeah. see what's going on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the other issue, though, when you're looking at number of players, low, is not only does it have the physical space, mm-hmm. but does it actually have enough for eight people to do and be all engaged in? And that's usually where rooms fail. Well, they fail on two counts. They either fail on they don't have the square footage, so you're like, how would I ever be in here with that many people? Or they fail on the account of there's not enough to do for
0: everyone. Right, right. So the main problem with this room, and trust us, we're going to get deep into this and all the problems, (laughs) but one of the main problems with this room is that it literally only has seven puzzles. Mm -hmm. That number was given to us by the... Owner mm-hmm. of this complex, of this you know set of rooms. Yeah, or, he said, or, or we
1: believe he was the owner. yes yeah, d- Okay. So owner what happened, manager was, or manager, something. We
0: had our usual game master greet us when we come in. Have us sign the digital waivers. You know, please don't break our stuff. You know, the yada yada. If you get hurt, yada yada. Yeah. You know, which is all fine and, and dandy. he was
1: very pleasant. Oh, he was a great they, guy. I will say too, they have a great space lobby. Best bathroom of any escape room I've ever yeah. been in. We went around know? Christmas
0: time, so it was nice, well themed. Yeah. Know, like, <laughs> but um we were clearly displeased in mm-hmm. this room, very vocal about it. Even to like because the clue system in here is you have a magic mirror and it's displaying text. Very uh-huh. cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, no, name.
1: that's the thing. The tech the tech in this room and we like we keep saying, the room looks amazing. We and walked the tech in is and we're like we walked in and we're like, yes, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. But that's as far the best it gets right yes.
0: there. We were very, very displeased and vocalizing that a lot. So when we come out, the game master's not there. Another more stern-looking man is there. Yeah. And he's just staring down at his digital pad
1: mm-hmm.
0: of seemingly doing something else. Yeah. He, well, he wanted to hear, how did you like the room? Like, mm-hmm. you know, tell me about it, whatever. But he... He might have been taking notes of what we were saying, but honestly, it seemed like so. it was just he was brick walling us. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and when we say we were very vocal that we were displeased, basically what happened is the 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 room ends. We successfully escaped mm-hmm. with you know a couple minutes left, and um, the the game master kind of came in and was like, "Oh, well, how did you like it?" And we all kind of did the awkward where we all looked at each other and went, "Well," yeah. um, and so we we you know we weren't being mean but we were saying you know we there's some issues here mm-hmm. and he quickly retreated and this other guy came yeah
0: in. yeah and so so he, it wasn't
1: like when we say we were being vocal we weren't like this room was you know terrible yeah. and throwing chairs No, no, we were know. being polite and everything yeah. but
0: it honestly yeah and so we're not going to spoil any of the puzzles in this room yeah but we can tell you the major flaws mm-hmm. number one a lot of the puzzles in this room will lie to you Yeah, There is a puzzle in which it's very similar to the ones you might have done in like the comics page from the newspapers when you were a kid. We have to trace this pipe leads to that pipe, and Mm -hmm. they all kind of jumble in the middle, right? Yeah,
1: so you have to really follow it. So
0: you have to follow the pipe as Mm -hmm. best you can. There's a puzzle where there's one of those. The problem is that at one point in the middle, all the pipes directly line up directly on top of each other. Yeah, so there's no way. So there's literally zero way that you can do it by playing that game mm-hmm. and this thing is laid out to clearly be you should think it's this kind of a puzzle when in fact all you have to do is just look at the heads and mm-hmm. tails of the puzzle and be like oh well this one has this kind of a scratch on it and that one has like a, well this yeah. one is made Which, out of brick and that one you can also
1: clearly see that they added after the fact yeah Because they realized it was impossible the way they had done it. So that
0: puzzle already is broken. There's no way you can do it in the way it's intended to be. Mm -hmm. There's another puzzle in here where there appears to be a series of locks, padlocks. Mm -hmm. In which case, we're thinking we need to find a series of keys Uh to open this thing, which has locks. We finally, after about 20 minutes in the room of... And this is near the beginning, where we're looking around saying... We don't have anything. We found a couple items around the room.
1: Uh-huh. Um, but, but, like, you know, we yeah. can
0: make no progress. Y-
1: exactly. You get to a point in a room, too, where the when we get to, you hit a wall where you're like, okay, I have all these things, but I'm clearly missing something, and I can't move forward. And that's when you know I have to ask for a clue. Yes.
0: And that's normally fine. And then the pers- the game master with the magic mirror tells us, oh, that's not really locked. Did you try just yeah. opening it? And we said, "Are you serious?" I go over and I try to open the thing that has these locks on it. Yeah, and, and chains, just, and like, and it just opens. Yeah. It just opens. Yeah. Those locks are just for decoration to make me not touch it immediately.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're just to trick you. So once again,
0: they lied to us. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah, okay. Yeah, it's
1: that's and that's the thing. Like that's not a puzzle. It's a trick. Essentially. It's a trick. Yeah. The, the game
0: it's... master literally said at the end. Well, there's only seven puzzles, so we have to do a lot of stuff to make players waste time to fill the hour. He said that verbatim. Exactly.
1: And like all of us, we're all, I mean, we're all standing there kind of looking at each other and we're, because we were with two of our other friends. And we're, you know, we didn't say this to him necessarily, but we're like, that's not a good answer. Like the the whole idea That's a horrible answer. Yeah, the whole idea of that, oh, well, we don't have enough puzzles to fill this room. So we do things- to specifically make you waste time and run around in circles, that essentially means, okay, well, then put more puzzles in. Create a better room then. You know, like that's not... (laughs) You're essentially saying our room is terrible and we don't know what we're doing, so we're just making you waste your time. Or how about this? Make
0: the puzzles easier and more fair and then just cut down the time that it, you have in the room yeah maybe. just say hey instead of half an hour you have half an hour maybe 45 minutes mm-hmm. and then make the puzzles fair
1: yeah and and the thing is not all the puzzles like there's some other puzzles that you get to that are perfectly fine puzzles yeah. like they they they're you know they take a little bit of time maybe or whatever but you can figure them out you have the clues it's challenging or whatever and you can figure it out but a lot of it was just wasting time another thing that they do that wasted a ton of time, and we also said was very problematic. Was they give they give you a black light, yeah. and there's clues written around the rules for or around the rules around the room for this um, specific puzzle that you're you have to solve in black lighting. In black lighting, which you know doesn't exactly go with the medieval theme, but okay, magic. Um, yeah, and but the thing is, they only give you one, and these clues are no rhyme or reason, spread throughout these two rooms. And the two rooms, we should say are big enough for, like I
0: said, eight, maybe even 12 people could fit in there yeah, and no, be they're comfortable size rooms. in their space.
1: Yeah, so, and I mean, it could be written in a tiny little corner. It could be written on the ceiling. I mean, literally no holds barred where it could be written. And so you essentially have to go through the entire room searching it with this black light, which of which you only have one. And there one. are four of us. Yeah, and so
0: even if there were eight of us, that's a dead stop where we have to have one person go through the entire room while everyone else is just, just sitting there, there watching with their hands on the hips just going, like, did you try checking by that stone?
1: Yeah. And, like, their their whole, like, explanation of that is, well, you can help them look. Well, How? I, I can stand here and watch them look. Yeah. But, like, I'm not really helping because by the time I see it, they're also going to see it. Yeah. So I'm not really helping them. So I'm essentially, at this point, not engaged. I'm just standing here with mm-hmm. my hands in my pockets.
0: And they argued the fact that, well, you could be working on this puzzle while someone else is working on that. But we but had already solved it. We and... had already solved that puzzle yeah. because we didn't know this black light puzzle existed until we got the black light, mm-hmm. which is pretty much right after we solved the other puzzle yeah. that was available at that time. Yeah, the,
1: the the room was very linear, which is also a problem. As I mean, okay, you can have a linear room. It's not to say that you can't have something that's linear where one puzzle leads to the next puzzle mm. leads to the next puzzle. But the thing is, like, that's not inducive to a large group of people. No. Because if you have uh, multiple puzzles that can happen during the same time, then someone can be overworking on this puzzle and someone can be working over in this puzzle. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were only four of us and there were plenty of times where I felt bored in this room because we didn't have enough to all do. Whereas, I mean, could you imagine if there had been eight of us?
0: Exactly. People
1: would be like sitting in the corner.
0: There's also a lot of problems with the wording of some of the clues and puzzles. Yeah. There was one specifically in which it talks about uh baby dragons Mm -hmm. and it says that this dragon doesn't like to have that type of dragon on its left flank Mm -hmm. and we're supposed to be viewing this you know or using this rather to figure out a sequence of events or orders Mm -hmm. uh, to put something in but the problem is that the way that it's written i don't know if they mean on the left from my perspective or on the left from the dragon's perspective. Yeah. And that makes a big difference yeah. into how you do this. It's literally uh-huh. reverse or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there were also things that like they didn't need to do where you, you figure out the order of something, and then it turned out not only did you need to know the order, but you also had to put it in a specific, like, you had to actually physically There's put an it down in specific. order in which it goes in, a in left to, to right,
0: but also in which you input things. Input order. it,
1: yeah. And, but the thing was there, there wasn't really enough to kind of tell us to know to, to do to that. To
0: combine those two yeah, colors on like, top of each other. It,
1: it was like, oh, okay, we get this. This is a logic puzzle. And these are, this is the combination we have to put in. Okay, cool. And then it was like, no, that didn't work. And then it was like, oh, you also have to put it in in a certain, like, sequence. And it was like but we already put Once it in again, order just
0: wasting our time yeah
1: it was kind of like what like that's weird um yeah it was just there was there wasn't a lot to the room as it was and then you know there it's a, it's only a difficult because they, it's not logical because it's not and fair. it's yeah it's not fair like they purposely try to trick you but not like in a good way i mean you could think oh well you're just stupid no it's They're doing things that don't make sense and that are purposely there to just so that you can't get them.
0: Yeah. So when I read the reviews online for this room, everyone's giving it four or five stars saying, oh, my God, the tech in this room is amazing. It is. It looks great. It does. The staff is friendly, which yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. The thing is, the puzzles of Escape Room is the core foundation. Mm -hmm. There's literally a box that you can buy at Walmart or Target that's an escape room at home where they give you uh-huh. like seven plastic doohickeys that are supposed to be like, oh, you can make your own escape room at home, whatever. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually played with that yet, but if that itself are good enough puzzles, I would buy it on the spot immediately for me and all my friends because it doesn't matter where you're doing the room. We come here for the puzzles. Yeah. Yes, the atmosphere and the decorations, that is a big part of yeah,
1: it. Yeah, it adds to it, but it it's not the... It, yeah. but
0: You know, for people who also play uh, role-play games with papers and pencils, we have imaginations. Mm -hmm. If you tell us that we're trying to solve the, you know, evil wizard spell or whatever, I can imagine that if you just give me a series of puzzles in front of me. That's fine. As long as they're challenging enough mentally that I'm satisfied Uh with their completion. But when you give me something that's fundamentally flawed from the very beginning, mm-hmm. when you give me a series of premises that lie to my face about how to complete them, mm-hmm. it makes me immediately not trust anything else in the room.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that means that anytime you tell me anything else, I'm not going to believe that's true or not. Mm-hmm. There was a puzzle in this room where you clearly have to do a sequence of events mm-hmm. and it tells you the order and we were doing the order and a sound effect was happening with uh-huh. the order. And we did it multiple times, and it was not correct. And we found out, oh, you have to wait for the entire sound effect for each input to fully complete itself mm-hmm. before you do the next. which work. was another time waste. Which is another time waste because each of these sound effects is Takes a, good, a long time. Like, yes, it's only like five seconds or so, but, but that's all. That when, when you're pressed for time and every minute counts, uh-huh. and you have a 20 sequence event to go through, Five seconds each is a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, it's like everything in this room was kind of created to slow you down, just for the purposes of slowing you down, mm-hmm. which does isn't a great escape room. And you know, like you said, atmosphere and theming, those are all great. But if the puzzles aren't good, it's like a big budget Hollywood movie where, you know, okay, well, it looks amazing, but the story is stupid or the acting is bad or, you know, the the script is bad Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. The movie, you're not going to like, you're going to go and you're going to be like, oh, this looks awesome. And you're like, but this is dumb, you know? (laughs) And that's what this escape room was. It looks great. The tech is great. But the thing is, we've done rooms that look great and have great tech. But also have good puzzles. Yes. And we've also done rooms that maybe you know they're in an office building. They don't look the best. They do what they can, mm-hmm. but their puzzles are really good. Yeah. You know.
0: And it's just you know, I was fully prepared when we were walking into this room when we first saw how great it looks. Yeah. In my mind, I was fully prepared to as soon as we get done with this room, no matter if we win or lose, to just put down more money and say because we only booked the one room. Uh huh. Thank. Goodness, we yeah. only booked the one room, but I was fully prepared to put down more money and say, when's your next available appointment? We would like to book another room because uh-huh. your guys' is tech and your theme is great. But because of the betrayal, mm-hmm, and that's really the best word for it, the absolute betrayal that I felt as a player from what they did in this room, I honestly would never go there again.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and literally... I would, And
0: I would burn... That bridge for anyone else who would hear my voice Mm -hmm. to tell you the truth. And that's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm telling you, escape games at the river in Rancho Mirage near Palm Springs. Do not go there. Yeah, Do not give these people your money. They will lie to you. They will betray you and your trust as a gamer. And you can do so much better elsewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz really, I mean, not only do you say that, but like I I didn't know we were going to this escape room that day mm-hmm. because like you hadn't told me. You just we you, I it knew was we a were going. Yeah, it was a surprise. It was, you know, it was my birthday and it was one of our friends' birthdays. Um, but I knew we were going to Palm Springs and I knew we were going to have some free time the next day. So I was even looking at this room thinking, "Oh, maybe I will book an escape room for the next day for us," yeah. you know, because we got some free time. Um, and after we did this room, we were like, no, we're not going to give them any more of our money. Essentially. The the other thing going back to kind of the reviews. So you might think, well, okay, but all these other people love this room and stuff. The problem is if you've, you know, if say you've only done one or two rooms and I mean escape rooms can vary so much, Mm -hmm. you will come into this and you'll see, oh, it looks so cool and the tech is so cool and Mm -hmm. all those other things, but you have nothing to really compare it to perhaps. And you don't know that it's, this is not common for a room to um, have all this time waste or to have it Mm -hmm. to where um, not everyone is engaged and things like that. So that's why, like, I don't really blame the reviewers. No. You know, it's just they don't maybe know better kind of thing. And what's funny is, so I mentioned, because we've done another, a couple other rooms in the Palm Springs area, Mm -hmm. and those rooms, it's a different company, um, and I I think we may have talked about them on here. I can't remember if we have or not, but um, they're not the best rooms. They're okay rooms, I would say. Yeah. But, you know, we kind of had the same thing where we, especially the first time we went to that location, we weren't satisfied. And so I posted on this escape room enthusiast that I was like, oh, man, Palm Springs, we love to go here. But like, you really let us down when it comes to rooms. And someone else was like, oh, did you do such and such room? And they even said, oh, isn't the locked box that's not really locked isn't that like stupid and it's you know so it's like other people are experiencing the same thing where mm-hmm. they're like this is dumb yeah, we're not
0: alone in our opinions on this
1: yeah exactly
0: it's just you know and those people who give it a four or five mm-hmm. even if they have done multiple rooms mm-hmm. i think that sometimes you know your your mind will just let things go mm-hmm. if you're in a good enough mood if you're, having, oh, yeah. a good if you're enough time, having a good enough time yeah then like you can forgive things you know but we were in a room with, you know, our, what we call our A-team, where mm-hmm. it's you, me, and two of our friends who have done a lot of our rooms together. Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: And so we're all quite experienced with it, and we all have different, you know, mindsets and abilities that we're bringing to the table. So, like, we, I don't think I've ever failed a room together. I think maybe, like, one, but, like...
1: One, but it was, we were also grouped with strangers at the time. That's and right, that's, yeah. Yeah. But that's a different story. But, uh-huh. like, when it's just
0: been us, like, we have a really high success rate. Yeah. But after 20 minutes we're all throwing our hands up in the air saying i don't get it there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. yeah. and that's bad.
1: yeah, exactly.
0: so like, you know, i'm not saying that we're like experts or like gods of escape room. no, for but sure. but it's just when four people who have different perspectives that have done dozens and dozens of mm. rooms are in a room and after only 20 minutes are frustrated beyond belief. yeah, and, and, that's and there's what it was. no sign of anything else because the very first room you have a big chest you have a fireplace, you have a table, Mm -hmm. and that's about it. And like, there's no like alcoves to search in. Everything that you have in the room for your puzzles for the first room is laid out in front of you. Like it's scattered around the room, Mm -hmm. but it's all there. There's no hidden alcove for you to like, I can do a combination lock here and open this drawer. Mm -hmm. Everything's
1: there. Yeah.
0: So the fact that, like, after 20 minutes, we're all just, I have no clue. Yeah. This is stupid, and I'm so frustrated.
1: Yeah, and there was also a lot of, um, like, kind of what appeared to be, like, a bureau or something that never opened. So it was kind of like, oh, well, maybe this is going to be, you know. And it was also one of those rooms that then when we did kind of finish it, it was like, oh that's that's all we're yeah. done you know like because there were so few puzzles yeah you know even though it did take us a while like i don't remember what our escape room rate was like i don't remember how much time we had left on the clock i don't know how
0: much time we had left but i remember that they said that this escape room itself had a very low escape rate of like yeah,
1: exactly i
0: think around 35 maybe lower percent
1: yeah which is always kind of one of what we say kind of is a red flag sometimes because it, a lot of times if it has a super super low escape room rate it means it's probably not something's it, wrong it, yeah it means something's Wrong and that it's not it's it's geared um, where it's not in the player's favor basically, um, so that they can't get out you know and uh, and that's the thing like escape rooms shouldn't be created in a way that they are impossible like that's because that's not fun Mm
0: -hmm. you know
1: from talking to some other people it does sound like this room is a kit that they bought essentially from Mm. like a company that sells escape rooms essentially. And so it's kind of one of those that it's kind of a generic thing that they slapped up and started charging money for. You know what I mean? So that's why it looks really good. But like there's maybe, you know, they didn't add anything to it to make more puzzles or what maybe what maybe they did add the puzzles. Mm -hmm. But like they don't really know what they're doing so you know what i mean like that's what it felt like it felt like to me and we've seen this before in another escape room we did where it's just a money-making operation and like they don't really care that's that's one of the reasons we prefer mom-and-pop shops a lot i mean they have the heart in it yeah i mean don't get me wrong we in fact we'll have a you know an upcoming um escape room report where we did a big chain here in uh california and it was awesome Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not to say that it's always the case that mom and pops are better, but it's just there's definitely a divide between people who are just trying to make money and people who are actually like care about the industry and want to do cool things.
0: And the last thing I'm gonna say about this that was their final nail in the coffin Mm -hmm. is how they handle it afterwards. Because like I said, we were giving our honest opinions and suggestions for how to make the room better Mm -hmm. and complaints. And the guy was stonewalling us. Like, yeah, he wasn't listening. He wasn't li- He wasn't giving us eye contact really well. Mm-hmm. we were doing this. He's just looking down, like, this little pad that he had. Maybe he was taking notes. Maybe not. But, like, it just – he did – and he tried to explain away Yeah. the things. And it's, like, we're telling you what's wrong with mm-hmm. the room. And you're trying to tell me why I'm wrong in my opinion that this is wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then just being, like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, I, I mean, I get, like – but, you know, we, and we don't always go in, like, we don't usually tell people necessarily that we have a podcast. No. Um, and we don't go in being like, oh, yeah, we've done tons of rooms. We know so much. Uh, because although we have done a lot of rooms, there's a lot of people who've done way more than rooms yeah. than we have. And
0: also, we don't want to look like jackasses. Yeah, like also, we we're fail, not jackasses. But when we fail, <laughs> yeah. we're like, oh, I guess they done a lot of rooms.
1: Huh? Yeah, exactly. We don't want to look like jerks. Um. But, you know, like I said, we were trying to kind of say, hey, you know, like... Well, this is kind of weird and like this is a bit problematic and this is what we didn't like you know, we were trying to give honest feedback, which some a lot of owners are receptive to. yeah, you know, so whether
0: they make those changes or not, it's most important that the customer feels listened to.
1: Yeah, exactly. Did not that yeah, no, we did not. And what and it was weird because we before going into the room, like th- their staff was really friendly and things yeah. like that so it was weird that then it, it kind of turned like that mm-hmm. it really so, was look at all these rooms that we can't do here yeah they they've have got a ton they've got one like six two, three four five and like a challenge thing so they've got like six rooms essentially and you know we only did one and we don't you know honestly
0: if they offered me right now They can bring as many friends as they want for a free game. I would say no.
1: Yeah, it's just... There's no point. Mm -hmm. There's too many other good rooms to do out there.
0: And I choose not to have fights with my friends in a confined space because we're getting frustrated because this is all stupid.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. You know, and the thing is too, like, I mean, obviously we escape, So you should think, oh, well, what's the problem? We've literally not escaped from a room and still loved it. Yeah. You know?
0: A good escape room will challenge you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know whether you escape or not doesn't matter but it will challenge you and entertain you Mm -hmm. and you will leave with smiles on your face eagerly discussing and dissecting all the fun parts that you just went through oh man how did you figure this out i don't know i was just guessing or like oh it was you had to look at the swans and turn their necks a certain Uh way you know whatever it is but this room it was just man that was total trash Mm -hmm. that was such bs yeah. What well, we went through, and it was just nothing but negative comments. We mm-hmm. were just tearing that room apart in terms of how we were treated. How yeah. like, the puzzles were like not even there. And the,
1: yeah, and then what's funny is like literally in the trip down the elevator to our cars, we came up with like five other puzzles that they could have done. Yeah, we were like they could have done this. It would have made it a lot better. They could have done this. They yeah, could have done exactly. this. If
0: you're going to put three locks on something, put three keys in the room. Yeah, you could have hidden it easy. I understand that maybe this is a kit. Uh-huh. That, like you bought from someone and that's but how the kit comes. Something you can I put in understand the room. that, but if you had given all they had to do to fix that, even it's just at the beginning, just say, remember, wizards are very deceivious. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like you know, they lied. Wizards lie to you, so don't like if you tell me that this room is set up to trick me, then we can go with that premise. But none of that was given. Yeah, you know, or and also like, how hard is it to make? three locks on the thing and then hide three keys in this room yeah like there's literally a suit of armor in here and i was checking his hands for like are you holding a key maybe Mm -hmm. you know like
1: yeah yeah there's so many things they could have done that's what's sad it's such a pretty room that it's like you guys could have done so many things you have this great set and this great tech which so many escape rooms don't have and still have good rooms yeah there i know so many locations that would kill to have had the budget to create this yeah And just, they don't have the budget to do this. It just, it breaks my heart. It really does.
0: And, you know, I'm really concerned because, as I've said, uh, a room that's frustrating and really bad can turn people off of escape rooms. Yeah, especially if it's their first time or something. And, I mean, this room does have the look of it, you Mm -hmm. know? I often make the comparison that escape rooms are like blind dates. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know what you're going to get. This room is the equivalent of someone who's really hot, you know, like Mm -hmm. gorgeous or really handsome. But really bad. But they're an absolute, like, horrible person. Yeah. They're like a person who's like, you know, Hitler was kind of (laughs) right. Yeah. (laughs) And you say, excuse me? Yeah. (laughs) I haven't even ordered my water yet, and you're already starting with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I think where this room probably gets away with this is it's in an area specifically where this is located in like the Palm Springs kind of if you think if you know anything about the Palm Springs area it's specifically located in an area where it's probably most often visited by tourists yeah so they probably get a lot of like families or couples or friends who are out on vacation mm-hmm. and they decide hey you know Let's here's try something this we thing could that do that we've heard about yeah so they already have vacation goggles on so anything's fun kind of thing. Exactly. And they've never done a room before. And yeah. it looks really cool, and the tech is cool. Oh, they have that
0: one friend they have that does it, and he says, oh, you should try oh,
1: it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, and so okay, they get, Jeff says we should. Yeah, they get these first-timers who get stars in their eyes,
0: mm-hmm. but they
1: don't really realize I that... I didn't think
0: about that, but you're 100% onto something there.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, where their rules come from, and that's why they don't really... Or their, their reviews come from, and that's why they don't really they don't have to really care because they get kind of these one-time mm-hmm. customers who probably will go home to wherever they live and not do another room again.
0: Mm-hmm. Once again, Escape Games at the River.
1: We don't recommend.
0: Rancho Mirage, California. <laughs> do not go there. I'm I'm hoping that the rest of you if you have gone there, please tell us about your experience with any of the other rooms. I'd love yeah, to hear we'd about love to hear. Honestly, I would love to hear about your experiences with the other rooms. If mm. you honestly disagree with us and think they're good, I'm open to debate. Mm-hmm. Please, you know, uh, message us at Game Friday and yeah. let us know. We can we we'll even slide into some uh, DMs if you want. and We can, <laughs> yeah. go, we can go deep. I mean, mm-hmm. please, if you've been here and did either this room or any of the other rooms, yeah. let uh, us yeah. know. We would love to hear your opinion. Because
1: like, as, although I would not pay to do one of their other rooms, like I'm super curious to see if they're as bad. I'm assuming they are, but you know. Because
0: I mean, I truly do like to give the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is the anomaly. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh-huh. Maybe this is the one room that lies to you. Yeah. And the other ones are perfectly great rooms yeah. that make sense well, and everything. And I would hate to be missing out on that, but it's just, I was burned so badly. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we just don't have the the money and the time to throw away on a location that we know is going to be not good. Or yeah. at least from our experience is not good.
0: Yeah, it's just, ugh.
1: <laughs> so
0: like I said, until I get serious confirmation that the other rooms should be investigated and checked out i'm not ever going to go to this place again yeah and to tell the truth once i'm done editing and posting this i don't ever want to think about this room again
1: <laughs> yeah maybe not the worst room we've ever done but it definitely up there
0: yeah okay so that was a bit of an experience with an escape room that we mm-hmm. just went through let's go into something that's going to cheer us up a little bit let's jump into the friday favorite section
1: So I guess I will start. Mm-hmm. The game that I've been thinking about a lot lately is a game that we actually don't own, but some friends do. That's and the hardest part when
0: it's not yours yeah. and you can't touch it whenever um, you want. But it's
1: actually, it's a game I wanted for a while, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure that we would get to play it enough and it is kind of expensive. So it's been one that I haven't really been motivated to get for myself. Yeah. And that is the Harry Potter Battle for Hogwarts game.
0: It's a good game.
1: It is, it's a lot of fun. It's a deck building game, Mm -hmm. which means you're essentially collecting cards to get a a special hand that you can use to your advantage. Um, It's it's really cool because you get to go through all the the different years, Mm -hmm. and there's so many variables and stuff that it really makes it where, even though you go through all the years, you could still play it again and again. Like, And they already doesn't... have, like,
0: I think two different expansions out. I think out. they only have one.
1: I think they just have... No, they have.
0: Well, I've seen online two expansions, so maybe one's just been announced. But, maybe. like, for sure they have the Magical Beast one.
1: Yeah, they, they have that one, yeah. But
0: I think I heard that there's another one that's out or coming out. But, like, it, there's a lot of replayability with this. Yeah, and there's
1: a lot of other things they can do, adding different characters and different elements. Yeah. Um, I, after you know after playing it it's one that it, I would like to have our own copy but it's just not a high priority right now kind yeah. of thing like I do like it I I I'll say we will get it someday mm-hmm. just not right away.
0: And the thing about that game too that's kind of cool is that you know Harry Potter is a big intellectual property people Mm -hmm. like it people will like it for years to come I think so like as long as you have one friend who loves harry potter that has not played this game Mm -hmm. you have the chance to get excited about it again
1: yeah and it's one that um i think it goes up to four players it
0: does go up to four
1: um but you could also play it with two which is the other thing that kind of motivated me to something that we one of the reasons i think we'll get it eventually because it's something that just you and i could play if we want even if our friends aren't into it or you know One of the problems we have a lot is we do game nights and we have so many games to choose from Mm -hmm. that it's hard sometimes, like certain games get neglected. So it's sometimes, you know, we have more time together than we do with our friends. Mm -hmm. So that gives us more opportunities to pull something out that maybe we don't get to play as often but want to play.
0: Very true. Yeah, I totally agree there. Um, For my Friday favorites, I actually have a very Dark Horse candidate, but it's a new one. Haven't had a chance to play it yet because I got it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Very surprise gift from my sister. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And it is called Dinosaur Tea Party. <laughs> and
1: Well, it couldn't be that much of a surprise because Greg loves dinosaurs.
0: Love tea as well. <laughs> but in this game, you are given a dinosaur card. Mm. And they are all dressed up in a very fancy tea party garb. Like they have like little bow ties and like, you know, feather boas. Fancy and hats. Fancy hats and gloves and, you know, string of pearls mm-hmm. and whatever else, right? And they all have a thing about them. They all have like, whether they're wearing glasses or whether they have a little pet with them, mm-hmm. whether they have teeth or, you know, not and all that. So like physical descriptions. And you have to guess by asking questions to the people who they are. It's kind of like guess who, but more complicated, uh-huh. right? But here's the catch three of the characters in the entire game will have a random stat of they always lie mm-hmm. they always just say no or their answer goes back and forth between yes and no at all times
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you're not sure if those people are in play at all or not
1: uh-huh. so
0: it's kind of like the whole like one of us always tells the truth one of us always lies but like maybe or maybe we don't mm-hmm. you know kind of thing <laughs> so it's interesting but what i want to do and we did this once before for a game night uh-huh. a long time ago, where you actually, along with one of our friends, made like an actual like English like tea mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. you know, with a little like cucumber sandwiches and things. Uh-huh. I want to do that. <laughs> I want to like full blow. Like this is a basic game and like it's not super rated high,
1: uh-huh. but I love
0: the artwork of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah it's, it's cute. And I love dinosaurs. Uh-huh, yes. And the fact that like also you are a fan of Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. So this would be up your alley. hmm. And uh, I want to go full-blown. I'm not saying we have to dress up, Mm -hmm. but I'm saying I want us to put on accents. (laughs) I want us to... You want full theme. I'm going to play soft chamber music in the background. (laughs) We're going to have the full-on foods, and we're going to speak politely. (laughs) We're going to act as if we are the most proper British lords and ladies there (laughs) ever did was. (laughs) And we're going to go through this game. And we may only play it once or twice, but if, as long as we do it with that full-blown, like mm-hmm. all tilt in, it's gonna be great. Oh, and for theming, mm-hmm. I've thought about this very hard because I've already said we're gonna what the food's gonna be, what yes. the music's gonna be. For the theming, I'm gonna go down to the dollar store and get all the dinosaur birthday decorations I can,
1: <laughs>
0: and just make it like like it's <laughs> we're gonna play like it's mm-hmm. fancy, but it's gonna look really weird and like very cheap. But that's <laughs> that's the dichotomy I want uh-huh. here.
1: Well, I'm sure this is going to happen because I know us and I know our friends. We will post pictures this, on our and e- yes, on Twitter. The, you will see pictures. There will be pictures. Because, I won't even come in a tux. Yes, because uh, yeah, and he ha- he has a, a tux onesie, so that'll happen. My tux onesie. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, I have a dinosaur hat that makes me look like a dinosaur yeah. too. Yes.
1: Yes, because as those who follow us on Instagram, which if you're not following us on Instagram, you should be, know we um, sometimes do game nights big. <laughs> this is
0: going to be one of them.
1: <laughs> Music for this episode was provided by bensound.com. As always, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Rates and reviews on iTunes are much appreciated, as it really helps new listeners find our podcasts. We can be found at Game Friday on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Come talk games with us. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye.